All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Geo Talk. Uh, it's me, Burdell. We got JT here. We got Mike, Jarrell, and Jenna. So the whole team is here. And uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this, today is Friday for us. I'm, I'm really surprised that I got that right because I was about to say Saturday. But today is Friday for us. And, uh, you know, before we got started, a lot of us were saying that, man, today's been a long day. A lot of us are kind of tired. So, uh, and, and to be honest, we really don't have that much, that many topics today. So today is going to be a really cool laid back episode and we're just going to just talk. We're just going to talk about any and everything. So today is going to be a real cool day. Um, how, how the rest of you guys are feeling? Cause I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I feel drained. I've been moving all day today. Like I just walked in and grabbed the mic. So <laughs> what about y'all? Yes. Drained. Absolutely drained. Like if I was a, a an iPhone, I would be like on that ten percent, <laughs> <laughs> maybe even five percent. Yeah, that that's where I'm at right now. It's been a long, long week. I'm glad it's Friday, and uh, I'm not looking forward to next week just yet. But I'm just gonna enjoy the moment for today. <laughs> gotcha. Man. I see. Hey, hey, if I was an iPhone, I'll be, you know, where you turn it on and they say you on like five percent, and then it like just go off, and then you plug. <laughs> you know, when you think you can go just a little bit more, you're like, nah, bro, like you did. <laughs> yeah, the little screen come out with a little plug. Plug <laughs> me. Hey, and hey, and you almost at the point where you're gonna see with the with the plug with iTunes, like hey, you gotta <laughs> restore <Hey>. like <laughs> DFU restore. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I feel I feel like I'm uh with, you know, because of COVID nineteen and everything that's going on right now, it just feels like uh we're constantly just being bombarded with so much information. I, I feel like I'm on information overload, like like I received so much information and stuff that's going on, the news, social media. I'm just like, man, I need a vacation. Like I just need to just turn my phone off and just relax. Yeah, and speaking of vacation, you can always go to SeaWorld. Have y'all seen that? Like it was so many people going to SeaWorld right now. Like COVID just disappeared. <laughs> so I, they showed an aerial view. Why, why did you make it sound like? Why Why did you make it sound like you was gonna do an ad for SeaWorld? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, I, I saw it. So I was like, we got a sponsorship. I was like, hold up, why are you so excited, bro? It's like, dude, he, just, he was like, speaking of SeaWorld, did you know you I want to go on vacation? You can go to SeaWorld. There's so many people that's been going to SeaWorld because of COVID 19. I was like, wait a minute, we got sponsors. For $35. I was going like, to say, man, we got sponsors now? Why y'all didn't tell me? <laughs> that little sponsor plug in there. Okay, well, SeaWorld. Man. That's free. But, man, <laughs> I'll. I say this, man. I think that I think that uh, a lot of people, man, are are tired of being in the house, and uh, people people at the point now they're just like, hey, people out there protesting, man. It's a bunch of people doing this, so why not go to SeaWorld? <laughs> yeah, and the thing about it is, like, if you go out, of course you have to go out go out at some some point, and uh, even if you are safe and you wear your mask, like your the mask that you wear does not protect you; it's protecting the other person across from you. So yeah. nobody's wearing their mask, and you're the only person that has a mask on. You might as well take the mask off, cause no one's caring anymore. 
And I just see so many people that are just going back to regular old life, like Kobe just like went away. But I see the numbers rising, especially in our area. The numbers are going up. Same here. Same here. Well, well you know, we we discussed that about you know when people go out. What was it? Two podcasts ago, I think. And um, we said in about two weeks they're gonna be right back. Yeah, you know, on the same boat. So I, I think so. People would rather they, the chance in it. They're like, man, you know what? You know, I'd rather go out and enjoy life and and, and chance death and to sit up in this house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it seemed uh, like to me. You want to know what's crazy? What's crazy? What, what I find funny is somebody was telling me about uh, somebody who's getting a divorce, and I was like, was it because of COVID nineteen? <laughs> 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 I, mean, <laughs> I mean, right now, look, I, right. <laughs> like, like you know, right now, man, you know, with, with so with stuff that's going on, man, either either your your marriage is gonna get stronger, or it's gonna get worse, it's gonna get weaker. <laughs> well, you know, you now gonna, you gonna build together, you gonna separate. <laughs> well, you know, now now you can't sweep anything under the rug because y'all around each other twenty four seven. Ain't like you can go away for eight hours. Now you, you got to deal with every small thing. Yep, all yeah. day, every day. Stay in the same house with that person. I'll be honest. I'm curious. I really want to see like what are the numbers like, you know, how many how many people have filed for divorce since February? Oh, we'll, we'll they, I'm sure I'm sure keeping up with it. <laughs> we will find out something. Hey, if you do notice this though, I am start on my on my on, on social media. I'm starting to see a lot of uh, COVID nineteen babies popping up. People you know popping what? up. They pregnant. <laughs> well, I called that. You know what? You you actually got a point. <laughs> That's a point. I didn't even think about that. I know mom and I was talking about that uh, some months ago, and I forgot about it. But then it's like people who I'm like, I didn't expect you to be prick. Like, man, they're popping up. Yeah, they're popping up. Ain't got nothing to do. They said they name their neighbors Corona with the K. Corona. (laughs) Corona with a K. It's big. (laughs) Mike got the bars today. (laughs) Come on with them, Mike. I'm sleepy. No telling what you'll get. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get ready to jump into our first topic for the day. JT, what we got? So the first topic, it was a video that we watched called This is America. Uh, remind me of the guy's name, though. I, I forgot his name. Oh, uh, I am Ryan Davis. He's a comedian. He posted a video and he was talking about how uh, you know, you come across a lot of people who are either racist or prejudiced, and a lot of times their defense mechanism is, oh, you know, slavery happened so long ago, it was so many years, get over it. And then even some go as far as to say, you know, nobody really owned any slaves, it's not legit, it's all this other stuff. And he goes on to post a video and he's stating facts of how it wasn't that far back. Like he talked about in 1964, the Civil Rights Act, and he talked about how you know somebody who's 56 and older and he was like you know anybody who's lived in that range that you know of was living back in a time where everything was segregated where you you know your grandma had or your granddaddy had to go to a a black fountain or a black entrance uh, to go get seen at a doctor's office and all this other jazz and he just keeps going up in the timeline showing how it's still going on today Mm -hmm. man that's true man you know uh, a lot of people, you know, most people do like to say, like, uh, you know, they like to say slavery was 
was uh, hundreds of years ago, like you weren't even alive during that time. Or, you know what I'm saying, no one that's walking the earth right now had slaves. But if you really think about it, man, like everybody knows somebody who was alive during the civil rights movement. You know what I'm saying? Like, I well, can talk to my, I, I can ask my mom right now, like, hey, where were you? You know what I'm saying? What were you doing when they was marching for civil rights, when they was doing the uh, the bus boycotts? And when they was trying to, you know, boycott out the lunch counter, like, where were you? Where were you when Dr. King was assassinated? Like, I, I, I remember asking my mom there when I was younger, like, uh, where were you when Dr. King got assassinated? And I remember her telling me, she said that that day was just like, she said it was just a weird, sad day. Like, it was just, yeah. you know. Uh, I can imagine it being the equivalent. She was like, of- it was, it was just like dark outside. And uh, she said, you can just feel the sadness in the air. You know, after um, Dr. King was assassinated, and, and you know, and listen to her, you know, speak on it. It's just like, you know, when you, when you talk to black people about Dr. King, man, the ones that was alive during that time, it's just like you tell you they telling you about black Jesus being killed. You know, Absolutely. so but you want to know something that's really <clears throat> like, that uh, Dr. King like loved, like be like beloved by many, right? After he passed away. Because when he was uh, when he was alive, I think he had like a I, I don't know the number, so I'm not gonna say the number. But the his approval rating was like like it was, dropping. It was dry, like going down. Like no one really liked him. Like that, that is true. People they opposed him. Towards more radical um, thinking, and um, so yeah, that actually because I did a Black History. Man. And it wasn't very successful because it, so yeah, and this was something he was trying to, you know, get back to going back to Memphis. Yeah. There was a riot, I think, in Chicago or something like that that he addressed, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't very successful. And but yeah, this was, it was his, yeah. approval, uh, his I guess, approval rating or success yeah, yeah, rating yeah. was dropping. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. and like they try to point at that and, you know, say stuff like, you know, you should peacefully protest, you know, you should. You shouldn't do this. Try to tell you how to protest. It'd be more like Dr. Martin Luther King. They didn't like him. They didn't like him either, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like in the future, as we progress, there's going to be certain people in history today who they didn't like the way, for example, Colin Kaepernick, right? His approval yeah. rating, if you want to put it in figure, like, they don't, no one liked him, right? Most right. people, you know, most of the radical people, those people, they don't like him. But I guarantee you, going in the future, they're going to say, be more like Colin Kaepernick. That's how you should protest, peacefully. You yeah. see what I'm saying? But I don't think people, I don't I don't think they take that into account. But, uh, but yeah, you're right. They try to make it seem like, you know, you, you don't know anybody. You know, you're, you weren't a slave. Your folks weren't a slave. You don't know anybody who was a slave. But the effects of slavery, right, the lasting effects of slavery, they don't, no one takes that into account. You're absolutely right. And just to speak on the whole assassination thing, <clears throat> historically speaking, when someone is assassinated, they automatically, for some reason, become more famous. You know yes. what I'm saying? Right. So, like, that's why is they 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 call it an assassination instead of just a regular killing. If somebody killed me, Mike died. Like somebody killed Mike. You know what I'm saying? If somebody killed you know, somebody else that's a prominent leader in our community or something, they were assassinated. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So 
It's just that you, when you put that word behind certain things, then a lot of people, you know, Jesus was the same way. I know we don't want to go back that far, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But just, just historically speaking, when you do something like that to somebody that's a leader of that community or environment or whatever that, that they're in, they just automatically become more famous. You know, just 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 because a lot of people didn't like Dr. King, you know, a lot of people still don't like Dr. King because, you know, he did the whole peaceful thing and they said they didn't work. And then, you know, because um, he was pretty much like, hey, let's everybody just get on the same page. And a lot of the, you know, black business owners and stuff like that, they end up selling their business and stuff like that. And it was like, no, you know, we should have kept doing things for ourselves. But instead, we tried to, you know just be equal and like we sold everything we had. We stopped being entrepreneurs. We, we stopped doing everything that we could for ourselves and just wanted to comply and just be like everybody else. You know, yeah. so a lot of people don't like Dr. King just because of that reason. They, they felt like he had a good thing going, but that thing, you know, eventually and to, you know, to his knowledge, he didn't, he didn't know, but ended up causing a little bit more issues down the line when it came to we we gave away everything yeah. you know now now we trying to get back what we had but we thought doing that was the right way like when you when you when you never been through something before it's hard to criticize it until you're out of it and you can look back at it and we're like ah maybe we should have did it this way but why you did it you don't know exactly well, I mean, some of it, some of it might be due to like prior history. Like, are y'all familiar with the Seneca Village? No. <laughs> no. Okay. So Seneca Village was uh, founded in what? What year was it? It was early 19th century or whatever. But it was basically an uh, an African American community that was located basically in Central Park before Central Park was really a thing, and it housed, of course. African-Americans, the sooner or later they brought in Germans, they brought in Native Americans, stuff like that. They had oh, yeah, two yeah, cemeteries, yeah. a school, a hospital, and uh, it was like around, I want to say 1800, something like that, and then a few years later, 1825? 1825. 1825. Okay. And then a few years later, it was basically taken over. You know, and then, of course, you want to go to Black Wall Street and things like that. You know, it's, yeah. it's crazy that I, even when we do it, you know, when we what a lot of people's argument is, okay, well, y'all just go to y'all own neighborhoods, y'all do this, do that. But we tried that, and then y'all end up taking it over, and we try to do it peacefully, and then y'all end up trying to erase the history of it or downplay it. Like, truth be told, everybody who's black has some form of PTSD. Of course. Let's just be real. Even you if know, they don't it, think they have it. it thank, exactly. So, like, for instance, if for me, I, I've never written dirty in my life. I've never had any type of illegal substances in my car, I've never had any weapons, never had my uh, license expired, none of that stuff. But anytime I get pulled over, and it's because of my first experience as a, uh, with the police officer when I was a teenager, 13, getting thrown on a car. Oh, wow. 13 years old? 13 years old was my first big experience with a police officer. It was at North Park Mall, and I, I remember me and my cousin was leaving the movie theater to walk to Krispy Kreme. And then during that time, it was back when there was a curfew in that area. And, uh, was walking back and those police officers that stopped us the first time he said hey you know the lights are out around here it's dark it's getting close to curfew he was like hey we just left the movies got some food our rides on the way we just going back to wait we sit down on the on the steps like the front step part before you where you drive your car to the uh, 
or whatnot, and we step we step down and we take a seat. We have our heads down. It's a group of white kids cursing. I'm talking about doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. A cop car pulls up in front of us, says, put your hands on the car. Me and my cousin lift our heads up, and we start laughing because we're thinking this is a joke. We was like, what? what? He said, y'all doing all this cursing and doing this and this and that. And we said, dude, we just lifted our heads up to see you come in. And they said, you know, we we put being put on the car with our hands on the car in front of a crowd of people. Wow. And I'm, and I'm talking about he just yelling at us. He ripped uh, one of our uh, old friend's shirts, slinging him to the car. Mind wow. you, 13. You know what I'm saying? And I remember him telling uh, my mom came to pick me up. I remember him saying, oh, man, you know, I, these kids being disrespectful. I done fought in the war. I said, my dad's in the army. That's what they got to do with it. And I was so pissed off. I'm talking about, even though I was 13 as a little kid, I wanted to punch that dude dead in his face. I was so pissed off and embarrassed. And from that point on, that that really just destroyed anything pertaining to like the authorities. Because wow. like I'm like, really, dude? Like, we didn't do anything. And then on, on top of that, the same people who were still cursing and keeping up a ruckus were still doing it while he was there. Wow. And it's like three or four of the cop cars pulled up. So you got crowds of people just looking at us, laughing. And we do that. And that's so embarrassing, man. I can only imagine what you went through because, man, even when you are just like driving and you get pulled over and the blue lights are behind you, you know, and then people pass by and they see you, you're embarrassed to be on the side of the road and you probably didn't do anything. Yep. Me. Yep. Especially yep. when they call a ne- a- another car and before you even get out of the vehicle, you got two on you and you're like, bro, I ain't even doing nothing. Hey, listen, listen. listen. <laughs> I was uh, like, man, this was when I was like 18, and I had a, the white Honda Accord, and I had some, <clears throat> some 18 inch chrome wheels on it. You know, not the 18. Yes. Bugging. <laughs> I, I, I was driving on Capitol Street in Jackson, and listen, I wasn't doing anything. I don't, you know, if anybody know me, they know I don't drive fast. I'm a real slow driver. That's and true. I, I literally was coming to. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, she stayed she stayed on Capitol Street, and so I was literally headed um, headed to her house. And while I'm driving, a police officer pulls me over, and I'm like, okay. And but you know, us being black, we're prepped to keep our hands on the wheel. We're prepped to you know stay calm. And luckily, I got a pretty high pitched voice, so like, and I use it to my defense when I get pulled over. So like, when they come up to my window, I'd be like. Hey, officer. <laughs> and, uh, we need to have a talk. I know. Right. <laughs> I was like maybe like 16. So I was still pretty young. But uh, so the guy pulls me over. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. Like, I'm not speeding. Like, you know, I have everything. I'm not sure why I'm getting pulled over. He comes to the window. And then next thing I know, I look in my, in my mirror and there's two more cops coming. And like, I mean, you think about this. You're a 16-year-old kid, 16, 17-year-old kid, and you're in the car pulled over by the police, and then two more police cars come, right? So then <clears throat> I roll my window down. Well, actually, I actually had to open my door because my window didn't roll down. And I open my door. <laughs> and, uh, and then he tells me, uh, license and registration. So I give him my license and my registration. I'm like, can you tell me like why I got pulled over? And do you know he told me it's because you got a crack in your windshield? <laughs> he pulled me over because I had a crack in my windshield. Nah, and, he wanted that dope you had in your car. Absolutely, but you know he got to ask you questions. So like, where are you coming from? Where are you from around here? You live around here? Um, 
why, why are you here? Things like that. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what did I do? I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not speeding and cracking my windshield. Nobody has ever pulled me over for this cracking my windshield. Plenty of people in Jackson has cracks in their windshield. <laughs> looking for a reason to pull me over. And like, to me, <clears throat> like doing stuff like that, it's just like really, really kills it, you know? And so ever since then, like like JT said, like when I when I have relationship with officers and stuff, you know, of course I have the utmost what they do, but at the same time, I'm fearful too. We all got PTSD yep. because yep. we don't have great experiences. And sometimes I just want to get my ticket and go home. I don't want to like do all this back and forth. If you're going to give me a ticket, just give me my ticket. Yep. I'd rather pay it. I'd rather pay the money than pay it for my life, you know? So... It's crazy, man, because I think everybody got an experience like they just being pulled over, being being young, for like no reason at all. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy that we all on the call like got experiences like that. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's it just amazing because almost anybody that we talk to, our color, our age, you know, somebody will have a similar experience. I know I was uh, I was 17 when I joined the army. I was 18. I bought a I bought an Armada, you know, I throw the 22s on it, you know, I thought I was cool and all that. And I get stopped um, all the time. I got stopped a few times, man. And the first question was, you know, who, who, who whose vehicle are you in? It wasn't whose vehicle were you in, you know? And, you know, if y'all don't know me, I was like five, five, 120 pounds wet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I guess it looked funny. You know what I'm saying? But still to like to assume, like it, it, they always assume because I had rims, okay, I had drugs. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what are you doing? You know, trying to search the vehicle and stuff like that. And it just took a matter of normal rights. And I had, you know, I was in the military at the time, so I had military, you know, tags, I had military ID, had all my stuff in the visor and showed everything. And I still, you know what I'm saying, was profiled like, you know, I ain't had no business being where I was, driving what I was driving, or just existing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it, they're just crazy. It, it seemed like all of us got similar stories about some crazy stuff that happened to us that should not have never happened. Yeah. And, would not, and would not have happened and has not happened to our white counterparts. Exactly. Right. No matter what you're driving, because yeah. you're driving a nice car, it's like, oh, it's terrible money. Yeah. So I, I remember one of my one of my coworkers, he, I, I won't say his name, but I remember my coworker, he and I was talking about just experiences like that. And he talked about when he got pulled over, he said, you know, he was looking for his wallet and couldn't remember where he placed. So he hopped out the car really fast, patting his his pants down and looking for it. You know, and the officer like, well, what you looking for? Man, I, I have my wallet on. I can't find it. Man, and the officer just all nice and, you know, just, well, oh, we can find, you know, help you this and this and that. I said, dude, if I would have hopped out of that car fast, I would have got shot. Yo, got shot. Ain't no, said, it, it ain't no if, ands, or buts. Let me tell you. Let me tell y'all. So I got pulled out one time. I got pulled out one time, y'all. Drill, I was on the phone, Drill. And uh, so usually where I have my gun sitting there in the car, uh, if, you, if when the police come up on me on my on my passenger side, they can't see it. Tell me why he came on my on my driver's side. On my he came he came on my passenger side. Usually from the driver's side you can't see it, but he came on my passenger side, and my gun was sitting right there, and. He walks into the car and he says, he said, hey, man, he was like, pass me that gun. First thing went through my head was I put my hand up. I said, 
I said, nah, you can get it. <laughs> I used my elbow and rolled the window all the way down. And uh and when he, he he reached in, grabbed the gun, and he was like, he was like, I'll get back to you after I get done. I was like, all right, cool. So um he took the gun and everything. Uh he unloaded it, ran the numbers and everything. Everything was straight. Oh, he ran the numbers but, on the gun? Yeah. Should yeah. never have he should he should never got it from you. His question was supposed to be, is it registered? And he ain't asked me none of that. I knew what was up. I knew he wanted me to grab the gun. That's what he wanted. So <laughs> he yeah, I was like, he was like, he was like, hey man, he like pass me that gun. I said, nah, you can grab it, roll the one down. So like, nah, you can get it. So he just reached in and got it or whatever. And then uh ran my everything. And I uh, gave me a ticket, gave me a ticket for uh, my tag being out or whatever. But uh, then he, when he gave my gun back, he put the gun on the back seat. He on uh, he put he opened my back door and put the gun on the back seat on the floor, and like threw the threw the mag one way, put the gun one way, bullets another way. You know what I'm saying? I had to put everything back together. But in my head, I was just like, you know, if I didn't think fast enough. Would I still be here? You know what I'm saying? Like, and like this dude was he was gonna unload that entire clip on me in that car. And even if I was trying, trying, and, and when I say I'm good at I'm good with my gun, I know for a fact I still wasn't gonna be fast enough to draw down and take him out before he took me out. Nah. And then you playing you playing with your life on that one too? Cause either you're gonna spend your life in prison or your life wherever else you're going. Man, bump that. I'll take prison over death. Bump uh, that, man. Nah, 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 cause look, look, like how we, how we just, hold talked, on, hold on. How, hold on. how we just talked about with the Thirteenth Amendment and how when you go to prison, you are technically allowed to be a slave. Let me tell you, ain't going. Let me tell you though, but let me tell you though, if it's if it's if it's fight or flight, I'm a fight. You know what I'm saying? And 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 your trick, your your trigger finger better be as fast as mine. Cause we just gonna be tagging each other. Man, you know what I'm saying? Man, listen. That even if even if that was the case, do you know how they're gonna write that story? It's not gonna be that, that uh, it was an accident. I, uh, let me tell you something. Nothing yeah. like that. They're gonna as be like, was, man, hold on, hold on. As a black man, if 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 I if I I'm telling you right now, Lord forbid, if I ever get in a situation where I have to draw down on a police officer. I promise you, I'm going Queen and Slim real quick. I'm out. I'm not standing. I'm not staying. I ain't going to jail. I'm going to just put that out. Y'all can take that how y'all want to take it. Y'all think I'm going to hang around until the next cop come and, and I explain, hey, he pulled his gun on me and I had to do what I had to do. No. I'm going I'm to hit 55 and I'm going to South. And I'm pushing that thing to the motor blow. (laughs) (laughs) This conversation has brought me to remind myself about something. I said years ago that I was going to get a dash cam to protect myself. I was going to get one for me, get one for my my, uh, little sister and thing, you know, because she was younger at the time. Well, she's still younger than me. But, you know, and I was going to get one for us, and I kept putting that on hold. With everything happening today, 
that's more prevalent in my mind, bro. Go get a dash cam. I think we already need to go get dash cams just to protect ourselves, just to have that look more piece of evidence that we may need just in case that so you know. I'm 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 gonna tell you what Dave Chappelle said about that. Hold on, read, hold, on. I, hold on, hold on. I read something about it because he said he said uh, we at one point we thought a body cam would help us, but video evidence doesn't matter if you don't care. True. True. My at the thing, end of the day, it don't thing. matter. Here's my thing. I'm cool with it, Mike. Is there any way like we can you know get Geo to pay for that? <laughs> to make sure that his members are properly protected. <laughs> hey, that's something you got to talk to the treasurer about. But if we all <laughs> Uh, I don't make financial decisions. I just keep up with the money and, and disperse accordingly. But listen, listen, they're not that expensive though. And like honestly, like we all can afford it, no problem. Like I'm, you know, like you can get one that they got the one that's like dual, so you can see inside and outside. They got one you can just see outside. They got the one where just you can see outside and audio. You know, however you want to do it. I want the one inside outside. You know, audio H. HD, all that crap, because I ain't going. I'm, I ain't going. You can say what you want to say. I ain't going. I'm, down, I'm, going, I'm going down 55, uploading it, and <laughs> sending it to the cloud. <laughs> they going to erase it as soon as they catch you. <laughs> hey, look, somebody, somebody done downloaded it before they erase it. Hey, just upload it to uh, Geo. Just upload it to the drive. Yeah. We got it. Hey, y'all be sitting there. Hey, man, Brunel just put a video in. <laughs> he will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Going up 55, man. Get on down. I'm telling you, bro. Sure. At that point, <laughs> at that point, my will. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. But um, though, man. man check this. Check this out, though. This is something that I came across that I forgot to um to send to y'all earlier this week. But um, y'all hear about the cops in Chicago? Mm, I haven't. How, like, they had like thirteen cops, um, thirteen officers. Uh, they lounged in a congressman's office doing, doing demonstrations and violence, and it was all caught on the congressman video. Yeah, what, 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 I don't think I heard that. Okay, so, so check this out. So, so in Chicago, you know they protesting, and they still got people that's. That's like looting and riding and stuff. So 13 cops decided they was going to go inside of the congressman office. Uh, it's a black congressman, Congressman uh, Bobby Rush, inside his campaign headquarters. They went into his campaign headquarters and decided they were going to camp out up in there. And they, they got video evidence of them up in there chilling, popping the man popcorn, fixing coffee, Laid out on the couches and stuff, sleeping, talking on the phone. And, you know, at first I was like, man, you know, the police officers were probably tired, so they just probably went up there and took them a quick break. Now, they camped out in there for five hours. <laughs> five hours. All while there was people looting right across the street. Wow. So like, they was like, they was in eyesight distance of what was going on outside, but they was up in there hanging out and chilling. 13 officers. And they all got caught on surveillance cameras. Wow. So Chicago mayor is like super, super, uh, you know, PO'd about it. And, um, man, they fin- they bringing charges up against them and trying to identify all of them so they can, uh, they can fire them. But it's crazy. Oh, so they'll fire them for that. 
Yeah, they finna get man. That's an embarrassment, bro. <laughs> they just embarrassed the entire city. Embarrassment. Huh? You know what else huh? is an embarrassment? <laughs> <laughs> Killing unarmed black men and black women. Yeah, that's true. That's an embarrassment too. Like feel, that's that's a serious thing, though. You said they they. they I'm I'm not sure if you're saying this the right way. You said they're bringing up charges. Yes, they're not charges, but they're they're going to they're looking for every last one on that was involved. Right, because they have to fire them, right? And three of them were supervisors. Oh, so so they're going to hold them accountable for something? I was about to say, wait a minute. (laughs) But what I've been reading, apparently so, man. Like you know, the mayor called a whole press conference, man, her and the congressman, and they got on national television and just went off. Wow. And uh, the mayor was like, you know, I'm ho- I'm I'm holding I'm holding it in that I won't curse, because you know she quit to cuss. But the congressman was pretty pissed off about the fact that they were popping his popcorn and drinking his coffee. He was pretty upset about that. <laughs> like the crazy thing about it is, like you kept out in not not just any congressman's office, but a black congressman's office mm-hmm. who co-founded the Illinois chapter of the Black Panthers. <laughs> 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 yeah, he co-founded hey, the story. Don't get no better than this. <laughs> don't get no better than this, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I know what uh, we forgot to. Well, not we forgot, but I know something that came across this past week that I wanted to discuss with y'all. I think you're gonna say Is it defunding police? Yeah, let's talk about it. I do have one. Before you before you talk about that one. Uh-huh. So if I'm not mistaken, Jimmy, you have me maybe yeah. you're thinking about the same thing. Uh-huh. But Donald Trump is having his right. Oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh we gonna that one too. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Mike go first. Mike go first. Mike go first. So we're gonna have to wrap up on the M. We got to wrap up on that one. Yeah, yeah, go first. <laughs> so I'm gonna make this real quick because Jarrell just brought up a point that I totally forgot about. So I'm gonna talk about my topic no more. <laughs> but but real quick, I just wanted to say, and like I said, I, I know y'all probably heard about it. <clears throat> um, a lot of cities, you know, I'm saying counties and you know municipalities, they are like protesting to like defund the police. And yeah. some of them to just like defund them, like and oh, just oh, get rid of them. Like I think Minneapolis, like their their city council, like majority of their city council, like listen, we got enough people. Like well, we don't need the mayor. Like we got majority vote with the city council. After we pass this, then you know it go up to the city, and, you know, and then you know the citizen will uh, vote. But we don't need the mayor's input at this point. Like the mayor can't even veto it. And they trying to like this, not deep, not just defund. They trying to disband and the yeah. whole police department. And the mayor was like, the mayor was like, I do agree that we do have issues within our police department and within our justice system. But deep, like deep, like disbanding the whole thing is maybe a problem. And now I haven't read where because they said that they were gonna like let us know what the proposed solution would be in lieu of a police department. But like. What type of like I I can't wrap my head around anything that will like be in lieu of a police department. <laughs> you know what I'm so, so check this out, man. So check this out. Make citizen arrest. You're under arrest. First off, first off, um, 
you know, there's a there's a precinct in in Minneapolis that don't even have a precinct anymore because like, you know, they've the, the citizens have completely taken it over. And <laughs> one got burned down and one has been completely taken over. Like they don't they huh? popcorn in there too. Commandeered. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's a prison of war currently. <laughs> so they're taking it over. And uh when they show pictures of it, it's all boarded up, people outside, you know, uh chilling outside of it and stuff. But anyway, uh so there there was a, there's a city in New Jersey that actually uh disbanded their police. And they uh when they redid it, they restructured it. Uh, what they did was they made sure that the people who are actually um, policing the communities are from the community. And what they do is they make it a requirement during training that they go around and knock on doors, introduce themselves to the to the to the citizens that they're that, that they are um, swearing to protect and also uh you know, get to know who they are and so forth and ask them what it is that they want to see them do better at pretty much getting feedback, getting feedback from the citizens. Uh, and what they said was they've seen a, a, a huge increase. The, the crime dropped 47%, the crime rate, 47%. And, and, and according to what I read was the, uh, the crimes that was going on, it was because the police officers were planting evidence on the people. So pretty much when they when they got rid of them, 47% of the crime dropped, which is huge. That's a huge. And they've also been saying that the police officers are actually in the community, like having like barbecues and stuff and like, you know, actually giving back to the community and the people are doing the same for the police officers. So, man, I, I say, look, at this point, man, just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Hey, listen, just to your point, you think about that number. You said 40-something percent, right? It dropped 40-something percent. Yeah. Check it. So I was on uh, Twitter earlier today, and I'm looking, and it's an ongoing, I guess, an ongoing debate about how can black people be 13 to 14 percent of the population and commit 50 percent of the crimes. We're yeah. only 13 percent of the population, and I guess the white, white people are like maybe like 75 percent of the population. And then but we're committing 50% of the crimes. That doesn't add up. Like to me, being a numbers person, like that that seems physically impossible to me, right? But you make a good point, you said, because police officers were planning things. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case in those numbers. I'm sure, I'm sure those numbers are inflated like, and people don't, what we do, we run with that stuff. We run with that stuff, but we can never get to the, the root cause of it. But that's an interesting point. It made me think about that when you said that. Man, I saw um, I saw some, I saw something I was reading today the other day, where it showed uh, it showed a white guy and a black guy, they both committed the same exact crime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Same exact crime. I'm talking about identical on paper. They are. You'll think you're looking at the same piece of paper twice. So, so then all of a sudden, uh, dang it, I'm losing my train of thought. Then all of a sudden. When uh, they pulled it up, the white guy ended up getting like three years. He got two? Two, two years in county jail. And, and the black guy ended up with like 26 years. In prison. In prison, yeah. Like, that's crazy. Well, that, that goes and, back and, to and, how and, we and, and here's yeah. what the big difference was. that They had the same judge. Yes. Yes. 
the same judge, man. It's crazy. It's you crazy. That, that goes back to the video how we talked about how how the prisons have a quota, and how he how he talked about how a lot of times you'll notice, of course, black people getting sentences that's not reasonable to help meet that quota, or people getting put in jail who didn't actually commit the crime, or the crime, the uh, the the what's the word I'm looking for? What what is it in, in war, uh, Mike, where they say the um, uh, the action has to be equal to the crime or something like that? It's just the uh, it's just the uh, rules of engagement. Rules of engagement, okay, stuff like that. But like, you know, it's they don't do that. Of course, the punishment is way greater than the actual crime itself. And you like, wait a minute, this person should have did this instead of that. Uh, It was a point I was gonna talk about, uh, and I lost my train of thought. I was trying to get it out earlier. Crap. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm passing out somebody else real quick. We got Mike and Burdell. They both can talk. Well, I just want to agree. It's it's just it's just it's just crazy. And I would just say this: uh, <clears throat> while 2020, as we know, is the year of a vision, and a lot of things has been brought to our, you know, forefront of our, you know, frontals, so we can actually know what's going on and realize things that's that's like going on. Just like Brader brought up about the whole judge issue, like yep. we can control some of that. You know what I'm saying? As far as like voting. You know what I'm saying? Like we can vote for certain judges and stuff like that. The thing is, is there's a lot of data out there that there, like data is out there that where you can find a lot of stuff is public record, but yep. people don't advertise it until something goes wrong. So a lot of this stuff, like we can Google, we, you know, when 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 the voting comes up for our judges and justice courts for our different counties and districts, <clears throat> if we never heard of them. Well, I don't just take that. Like, all right, cool. I just, you know, select it. I select this person. We need to like do our own research to like see like what the data is and see if, what we can find on those people because everybody does not campaign. You know what I'm saying? It's true. All you may see is some is some uh, signs in people's yards and on the side of the road, but like you don't hear, you know, the judges saying, "Hey, you know, this is what I want to do for the community. This is, you know, th- this is the ground that I stand on." You don't hear none of that. All of a sudden, like, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't even, just being transparent, when I was staying in Mississippi and even in Alabama now, like, I didn't even know, like, the Justice Circuit Court judges and or nothing like that in my district. It never occurred to me, hey, let's sit down and Google these people to see who they are and what they can really do for our community. It was just, ah, uh, check this, check that, or, you know what I'm saying? So it's something now that, all this stuff is going on now is bringing clear, cl- clearer vision to me so I can know the things that I was deficient in that I need to actually start doing. And it's looking up these judges uh, for one and, you know, doing my research, doing my due diligence before I vote for somebody. I, I, do, have a, I do have a question about uh, this. This is what, what I was trying to ask earlier about them getting rid of the Confederate flag. Because I know I saw a story earlier today, I think, and they were talking about they already removed it from, I mean, I don't watch it, but they already removed it from NASCAR. And then somebody oh, quit yeah. because they removed it. Sure did. Did you see it? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at the whole article now, but uh, I think a dude, something Wallace had brought it up. And I think he's probably one of the only black verses right now. And he brought it up because he's actually friends with the person who's over NASCAR. And told him how offensive it was. And now I will say kudos to him because he made that judgment after that conversation and said, look, we're gonna get rid of it. Man. You know, so I, I respect him for that. 
you know, the crazy, I, you know, I, I, um, I was, it's, it, it's funny to me that the person who's yelling that they're going to quit, no one knows their name. <laughs> like, people are like, who is this guy? <laughs> so, oh, he's quitting. Uh, we don't, we don't okay, you know, he's never in the front. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah I, I, could care, I couldn't care less about him quitting like that. But I, I'm glad that people are bringing that issue up with that flag. Because uh, I know, and then I want, and looking more into it, I, that's, that flag has been. Um, I guess called to be revised or, or years back, but nobody, I know, I you know, what I'm saying voted on it. Stuff, so I've seen it plenty of times. Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing. What's your thing? If we make, if we make, uh, like Nazi uh, paraphernalia uh, illegal, you know what I'm saying? Why is, why don't we treat like anything associated with the Confederacy the same way? Like the Confederacy, no. the Confederates lost the war. So they, to be honest, they committed treason, right? Yes, they did. And when they when they broke away and said, "Hey, we're breaking away and we're actually going to fight against the United States government," like that's an act of war. Yeah, they rebelled against the government. Right. I I did some research on that before, and <clears throat> I'm not going to spend too much time on it because I, I know we got other stuff to talk about. But like from what I've read, not saying that I agree with it at all, but just what I've read, the argument was more of <clears throat> these people are still at the end of the day Americans, and you know they have like the whole son of Confederacy uh, like organization, you know where like you know if you know you are a male descendant of anyone who fought in the Confederate War, you know on the Confederate side, <clears throat> it's like a whole organization that you know banded together and they have them on their trucks. We went to high school with some of them, and they're saying that <clears throat> if we uh, take that away, then it's like taking the history away or whatever. Put know? it in a museum and they can go look at it. Yeah. I, they got I, KKK uniforms in the museum where you can look at it. Go put that in the museum. Leave it there. Don't don't hang it anywhere else. Go put it with the dinosaurs, man. It's old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about our last topic. Let's talk about this oh, whole. I wanted to play a game. You want to play a game? Yeah, I want to play a game. You guys want to play a game? Depends on where what you got. What okay. you feel like it's time to feel like it's time to pay bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay, so my game is, well, I guess maybe a little bit. Uh, my game is called Canceled, question mark, okay? Oh, so what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm just going to list a couple of companies that have made statements. It's a really short list, um, and I just want to know what you guys think. So we can make it quick. Either you, we can feel about it or you just say cancel or not. Okay. Okay. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because a lot of people are saying that all these companies are basically jumping, jumping on the bandwagon of black lives. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's why I see it. Okay, cool. So, uh -oh. oh. I'm sorry. I was getting my buzzer ready. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're ready. All right. So we'll start with Netflix. Oh no, we gotta hold on. Netflix has been cracked for everyone these past few months. Right. We gotta keep <laughs> that they Netflix have... has really kept us sane. Did yeah. you notice that they have a whole Black Lives Matter uh, collection yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is not that good. 
It's probably a lot of time. It, it was like, what are all the movies with black people in it? Tyler we gotta Perry. put them together. They did <laughs> Black Panther. Yeah. Black Panther. Black, black AF is on there. I haven't watched it, but uh someone people said it's like a kind of like a over dramatization <laughs> of how black people are stereotyped sometimes. Yeah. So it I watched the trailer. I was not interested personally. But um, okay. <laughs> but I was surprised that was on there. So anyway, um, so that's that one. I'm guessing that's not canceled. Nah, yeah, hold on. Got, we... All right, so let's see. What about NASCAR? Canceled. Do we, I never, we wait, I never... do we know what NASCAR did? They banned the Confederate flag. Yeah. I mean, that's a good try. It's just I so, don't know like so, I, I don't I don't know all the details, but the reason why I'm on the fence about that, because that one racer had the conversation with the owner. And then he made the change immediately. So, like, you see what I'm saying? Granted, I I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence about that. Because he responded after the conversation. like, all right, I respect how you feel. I'm going to get rid of it. And he did. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that means not canceled, but you're on thin ice. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I think you yeah. got a little thin ice. Right. Correct. It was like, add more black racers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I think that's that's a whole environment thing. But anyway, it's because we're more we're more athletic than. Never mind. Go ahead. Not on the, with the pedal. As you have seen me going down fifty five. No, Hypothetically speaking. Yeah, hypothetically. I'm not going to No, I'm dead serious. Okay. Our next one is Adidas. Adidas pledged to fill at least 30% of all new positions in the U.S. at Adidas and Reebok with Black and Latino people. Um, first off, why haven't you already done that? Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. You, you, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on a fence about all these companies. I mean, I get it. I understand why, but uh, I'm I, I kind of like the idea of people just like getting jobs because they're qualified for the job. Not so much as, let me give you this job because we don't have enough black people. Hey, you know what you I know? just thought about? What if this was already their 30% quota was what they had to do because of the Civil Rights Act? True. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's yeah, like, they don't really do anything new. Plus, it's like all retail jobs. Like, I guarantee they're right. not opening any new corporate jobs. Like, oh, let's go put Thank a black, you. Black, black, now, 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 if you say yeah. 30% of the corporate C-level, so, we yeah. think so, let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. So, uh, and, J- and JT can chime in on this as well. Uh, I'm, I, Apple always used to sit out saying things about how, uh, you know, the diversity within the company. But what I was aware of is the fact that they only, they would try to meet their requirements for diversity within the company on the retail level. They never did it on the corporate level. Am I right, JT, or am I wrong? Uh, 100% agree. Yeah, yep. that's what you can work in our retail stores, you can work in our facilities, but you're not finna come up in our boardrooms or hold big jobs that pay six figures plus. You're not finna get those. A lot of companies uh, are are like that. I I wish I would have screenshotted somebody posted it, and it was about 15 big companies, and they were like <clears throat> all of the. Like out of like twelve or thirteen of the C level staff that that they have, there's only like one black person in it. And guess what? Their position is always the chief diversity officer. I mm-hmm. I don't like that position. Let's not get started on that position. <laughs> I always hate it. I'm just gonna throw this out here real quick. 
I hate hey, it when hey, like JT. Hold on, let her talk. Hold on, hold on, JT. Make make sure you bleep out the company name when I say it. Just make sure you bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, bleep that out. Go ahead. I'm not trying to get sued. <laughs> I I always hate it whenever, um, like for example, BET Awards, and then a particular yeah. car company would come up and be like, "This is our sponsor, so and so, uh, company," and it'd be, and I I know this black lady, it all she is is the the you know the head of diversity, yeah. and it's like, really? But I mean, <laughs> I mean I know like at least they got a black person in there, but <laughs> but you know what they're all about. Like, I know, yeah, I know you can. Yeah, yeah. Even like um. This is so, this is kind of funny when I think it was either I think it was McDonald's when McDonald's opened their first restaurant in Africa, they sent a black guy. Of course they did. But it's so funny to me because yeah. it's like uh kind of torn. I mean, he's a, yes, he's a black man. He may look like them. He's not African. He's just as American as you. You scared to go over to Africa? You're like, well, let's send the black guy. They'll accept him. He like him. Yeah. You're about 135 over there, too. Degrees. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how I feel about that one. Like, I just feel like, let's just give the people who are qualified for the job. And, and, and with that being said, there are a lot of black people who are well qualified to be in those C-level, C-suite uh-huh. positions, but they're not given the opportunity. So of that's course, right. because your name can't even make it in the interview. A- a- absolutely. And 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 before we move on with, with this game, I just want to piggyback off of that and 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 say just what Jarrell was pretty much saying. A lot of people think that what we're asking for is you know we want these positions open up and we want to just be placed here and placed there. Like we're not asking for any special treatment. We want the same treatment that y'all been giving y'all sales for all these years. That's all we want. But it's now, like it's, we now, are it is uh, special treatment, Mike. So, like, we want the same treatment you all have been given. But if you all are given special treatment, we want that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get a little bit of that privilege? (laughs) A little bit of that privilege, too. I I do think that sometimes special treatment is needed in certain cases when it's like most of the time it's all about a club. So sometimes people don't even realize that their club is so densely packed with white people or a white white um, middle class upper class individuals who are in these uh, C suites don't know any people of color yeah. that you know to we're like oh let me see if so and so wants to get this job oh you know so there's like the, this all about connections but um kind of on the board th- board member thing Alexis Ohanian Ohanian uh, Serena Williams husband he's a board member at Reddit he was one of the Reddit co-founders he gave up his seat for the board to uh and then said that he wanted a person of color to take his place do you feel like that special treatment or do you feel like uh people need to do things like that i i don't have a problem with that i don't have a problem with that man i got a problem i don't see the point and 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 the reason why i say i so like and i could be wrong for saying this but i'm just saying how i feel in this moment you married to someone that's black. Right. You should be able to understand, like, it's not like, you know, 
because so if you didn't grow up in the world of being black, you married someone who's black. So you should be. I mean, Serena had a lot of struggles her herself just as being black. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure she's communicated some of that to you. So you already know some of the struggles that you know black people generally have. It didn't take George Floyd dying being for you to wake up. Right, you know what I'm saying? For you to be like, oh, since everybody else talking about Black Lives Matter, let me do something. And, and, and you know, what really gets me is that a lot of people are doing things just and they're publicizing it, you know what I'm saying, just for the attention, saying, oh, well, he did this. Oh, well, he did that. The stuff that they're like, you got to know, he ain't heard for money. You know what I'm saying? Not he's, at all. He's what? He, he's a multi-million, if not billionaire. So he's not hurt for money. So him giving up his seat, just like Bradell said, what does that actually do? Like, <laughs> he still got stock into the company. It's not going to adversely affect him in any way. So him stepping up now, like, what is that actually doing? Okay. I'm not credit he's doing. Like, I, I see what you're saying, but like, the idea behind it, I don't have a problem with the idea behind it versus what we were talking about, how, you know, the 30% rule, we'll put it like that. I think the idea behind it is fine. I think it's the equivalent of um, um, Joe Biden saying that he was going to have, now, if I remember correctly, he said he was going to have a female vice president, but everybody want him to have a black female vice president. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I say I say black or brown. Well, they're th- they're wanting a black female vice president, which has never happened before, right? They won't mayor Keisha Bottoms of Atlanta. <laughs> no, not at all. No. <laughs> My point though is that so I don't have a problem with that. Open up opportunities for people who deserve it. Um. So I don't I don't have a problem with the idea. So yeah, but him personally, yeah, he didn't. I mean, it depends on what we all are looking for. If you're looking for a person to give up something for black people that's going to actually like affect them in some way, then keep looking because most people aren't gonna do anything that is going to hurt them in order to help somebody else. So yeah, by him doing that, it doesn't do anything. I mean, he, he got plenty of money, so it doesn't hurt. So in my opinion, he could he could have. He could have stayed where he was at, but formed some type of uh, nonprofit that could actually go in and fix some of the issues in the black communities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For us, like education, for us, mm-hmm. like more uh, financial education, YGO. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, man, you, you moving out of your seat to allow another uh, professional black person to get that spot, you haven't helped anybody. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, that person worked their butt off to get there. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure they worked, they worked hard to get that position. But if you really want to make an impact, go help the ones who are actually being, you know, oppressed by the system. That's actually in a situation that they really can't get out of and can't uh, get the opportunities to be able to uh, change their 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 family dynamics. Or instead of creating something new, use Reddit. Like you was the co-founder, and you still yep. sit on. Use your position and authority to do something at least within your company of what you can do. If you can't change the world, change your world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I agree I, with I, that. I, I just don't get what stepping down does. I would also argue on the opposite hand, it's like, okay, 
I feel like sometimes, like us as black people, like when we see people doing things the way we we th- we would do it differently, right? So it's like kind of like telling people, for example, them telling Colin Kaepernick, telling him how to protest, telling black people how to protest. I feel like sometimes we can do that as well, as far as like telling them how to help. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like the the whole the old saying, anything is better than nothing. That's how I kind of go by. But I definitely see y'all point. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, like, if you say you coming to help me, but you don't listen to what I need help for, you <laughs> right. <ain't> help me. <laughs> right. you're not helping me at all. So, I mean, in that sense, you have to tell people how to help you. That's like, true. if I say, Jarrell, I need, you can't come to my house and just sit there and figure it out, man. I know you need help with something, but I'll figure it out sooner or later. Like, nah, you need me to tell you what I need help with. It's like, man... Yeah, and 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 we had conversations with our like C level executives from our company, you know, for like the past two weeks now. And what's been coming out of those conversations, I've actually been enjoying, because like our our president and CEO pretty much was like, listen, I am very vulnerable right now because people in my position, like CEOs, like I have friends that are CEOs and presidents of different companies, and. What a CEO and a president never wants to say is, I don't know. I'm vulnerable. Like, I don't know. So he was like, that is the problem. Like, you know, when it comes to business, we, you know, are we people look to us to to know, hey, I'm having this issue. What do I do? Okay, you tell me I'm going to give you direction. He said, this is something that I haven't experienced. So I literally don't know. He said, so I have to come to terms with myself and pull my pride down to let my whole company know I do not know what to do at this point. So I am holding all of these, you know, meetings and, you know, dis- discussions or whatever. So I, I need someone to guide me and tell me what should I do? What do I need to do? What does the company need to do? And I am I'm, I'm honestly more pleased with that than somebody just going out there doing something that they think might help. I'm not discrediting what people are doing, you know, because I'm sure that the intentions may be pure. But what we really need right now is for people to listen to because, uh, I mean, I did, you know, like I can state the problems, but I can't tell you what we need to do about everything. It's a lot of very intelligent black people out here that can say, hey, these are the things that we need as black people. This is what we need y'all to do. We just need people to listen, man. We need people to listen and then take action. Don't just take action and be like, all right, cool. That should work, right? That should work. That should work. <laughs> like, no, bro, that don't work. Like, you need to ask somebody. Man, as long as those black people are, uh, long as those black people is not Candace Owens, they work good. Bro, man, yeah, because once she gave out all that false information prior to finding out truthfully that he didn't have anything that she said he did. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, that they can have her. <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap. So now I will say it, it was what was it? It was a I don't know. Was it a video that you sent me, brother? No, somebody else sent me a video, and it, it was this guy who talked about not talked about her like belittled her, but he went against the grain of what she was saying. And I think she kept yeah, bringing up a, a, a being a martyr. He says, "No, the definition of a martyr is to give yourself up for your belief." He was like, "George Floyd didn't do that." He died. He now he's a catalyst. He's not a martyr, you wow. know. Because of his death, we have grown tired amongst all the other deaths, and it just crossed that line. And now yeah. everybody's just speaking out. So therefore, he's a catalyst, 
And then she was saying how he told he told her, he said, you've become a martyr to those racist white people who aren't brave enough to speak up, but they're using you. They're re sharing your videos, allowing you to be the martyr and allowing you to receive all the backlash. So and he was like, so, but they never do that for you. So check it. I'm gonna um, ask y'all this question here, and then we can um... talk about Juneteenth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> then, then uh, I, I know. I think Jenna has some more in the game, but I want to ask y'all this question really quick though. Uh, do y'all think that if the coronavirus wasn't going on, people will be? Um, protesting and riding like they are today? Ooh, that's a good question. Because I feel like because people don't have anything going on, that when it happened, they were just like, oh, no, like this, you know, it really affected people. But I'm just like, man, we've been seeing this happen. But is it because nobody has nothing going on in their lives right now? I think it's, it's, a, it's less. I think it's less distractions. Like you know, you people yeah. would see it on a day to day basis, but they're so you get caught up, up in their own world. And don't, exactly, you know, they're so caught up in their own world that they just sweep it under the rug. Now it's right there in front of you at it's, all times. It's a perfect storm. Everything's coming together. But I will say, it does take. It does take um, for, for the people that I've seen on the side of road protesting and stuff. I think it does take someone who does care to get out there and do it because you can easily just not do it. Like I passed by. I ain't gonna even lie to y'all. Like, and I it's not like I wasn't for the cause, but I was just too busy. But some people they have the time to be able to get get out there and protest and stuff, and so they are doing it. So I think it is. I mean, I, I honestly think it's just a perfect storm. It definitely has some uh some contribution to it, for sure. But uh, but but yeah, it's it's a perfect storm. And I'm going to say it just like this, just like we got our scholarship question, man, for everybody, if we do have a scholarship, go look on our page, changeo.org. <laughs> so, our, so, so one of our, the primary question that we ask in the scholarship is the positive impact that COVID-19 has had on you and our society, right? So I, just like we try to pull out all of the positives, I think, Despite what COVID-19 did and how it impacted us, the world, our nation, if it wasn't for COVID-19, like we talk about 2020 year of vision, right? So sometimes it takes something bad to happen or whatever, something to happen for us to wake up and for us to actually do what we probably should have been doing. You know, it's sad that it probably took all of this. It's sad that it had to take George Floyd's life. It said that it took Breonna Taylor's life. It said that all of the hashtags, I, I, I can't call all the names, you know what I'm saying? But it, it, it said that all of this had to happen in order for us to band together to do what we need to do. But the thing is, it's working. Like, yeah. things have things have passed, you know, in certain states, you know, and, and, and things like that. Uh, things have passed due to you know, the protests due to the rioting, the looting, whatever you want to call it, the actions that have been taken over the past couple of weeks have had some type of positive result. Yep. Yep. Jenna? Jenna, back to you. Okay. So, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and use that buzzer mic. So, we, I think we've canceled Candace Owens, correct? Of course. <laughs> there, there it is. is. All right. Get her out of here. <laughs> okay. So, um, running through this real quick. Did I say Amazon? 
No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, look at Mike. Mike, man, I can't. Don't make me kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need Amazon building the next day. Uh, yeah, man, I, I can't cancel Amazon. They gonna have to really do something spectacular for me to cancel. Did, did, and you, I guess you guys did you see the, the little message they put on their um Fire Stick? Um, when you open up Fire Stick, it has like oh. a little. Message. The little message. Yeah, I did see. It was actually a pretty good message, by the way. It was written out pretty elegant. Ele- Eloquently. Better than ours. Huh? No, no, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about Band Aid? I don't know if you guys. Band Aid has um released a multi shade line of band-aids so like different shades of brown man that's well so first off first i feel like i mean yeah because you know the, the band-aid is flesh colored right who came up with that plan do, do we feel like they're like just like let's just throw something there that's like, well, I, I, I feel like they just put something together have y'all ever seen a white person with a band-aid on they have clear band-aids now, though. Because, like, because they because they're, they're wearing them, but they blend in. Yeah. When we put one on, we stand out like a sore thumb. Hey, but, <laughs> like, hey, hey, problem, hey, a literal a literal sore thumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, I don't think it took much thought to come up with that one. Like, who is who are in these meetings? Like, I mean, I do understand. There ain't no black people. You know what? See, know who in the meeting. There's no black. There's no black people in the meeting. But what they doing is they going to ask their secretaries. What do you think about this before I walk? We should do with our this? to reflect how we feel. Oh, let's just cover our band aids like brown and 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 darker colors. But but honestly, what else can band aid do? Like, give some money to the black uh, go, go, I uh, they invest in non-profits I mean they can well, well, so. well, well I'm talking about as far as their product is concerned like I know they can oh. take action doing other things in the community but as far as their product like they're pretty limited <laughs> uh, they can be let's be good. honest though Band-Aid really wants what's going on right now because they make more money the more police brutality that's out there, uh, the more money that Band-Aid makes. They uh, not give us Band-Aids after they, after they kill them? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the murders. <laughs> I'm talking about the ones that just get knocked upside the head and they have to go home. They stop, <laughs> they stop by that CVS and that Walgreens and they go up and they're getting them that big pack a band-aid. I would I would have to see the correlation between that because I, I would argue <laughs> I'd argue that <laughs> I bet you I bet your band-aid stock has skyrocketed. Band uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Charmin, but not Band-Aid. Next Jenna. Next I have Starbucks. Just a quick recap. Of course, yeah. Starbucks oh, they had wanted they wanted to remind their employees that uh political or any kind of clothing that uh, states, you know, their political sidings or anything like that were to not be worn. So that included the Black Lives Matter shirts. No Black Lives Matter outfit. Let me tell you something. It was just a couple years ago when uh, the person got the police called on them in Starbucks. Remember? In Philly, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so, they put out a whole statement about you know diversity and so and so forth. So pretty much that, and they was like, we're gonna do trainings uh, on, on on this and so forth. So you 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 was like, man, you know what? That's what's up, Starbucks. Like I'm going, I'm supporting. I remember being that person on that bandwagon. Like I'm gonna go to Starbucks and give me some coffee because they support the culture. But then turn around, and when they really gotta support the culture, they're like, hey, yeah, hey, we're gonna work here. You can't you can't be supporting Black Lives Matter. Exactly. And here's the thing. When did human rights become political? Exactly. Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit. Because one, it, it was a general statement just about, uh, I wish I should have pulled it up. <laughs> a very general statement, just uh, restating what their, their, their dress policies were. Um, but I also want to ask you this. They took it back and they said that they can wear Black Lives Matter shirts and pins. So now it is. Oh, oh, okay. So now they, the only reason why they're taking it back because all the backlash they was getting. Because exactly. the guy backlash so, that was stupid for them to pull out that statement well, at that time. If they, even if they had already had it, you are gonna pull it out now? It's a bad time, buddy. Yeah. yeah, but 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 the thing is, is and correct me if I'm wrong, they don't want you to wear your stuff, but they're partnering with a company to make the apparel for that. So. To, to for me, I feel like this is just another way for Starbucks to make money yeah. because they're, you know what I'm saying, or whatever company they're partnering with, they got their hands in their pocket for them to make money. Like, I can't wear my own stuff, but I can wear your stuff. But at first, 12 hours ago, you told me I couldn't do it. Now, all of a sudden, I can do it. I just got to wear y'all stuff. Like, Don't hit that cancel button, fam. Hey, Mike, you know what they remind me of? You can't. It ain't work. Uh, it's broke now. Okay. Yeah. What they remind me of? They remind me of what you just say. Remind me of when we were in school and LG used to sell candy out of his backpack, right? So he's he hey, man, make talking, man. Hey, how you you just sleep dry snitched on LG. I didn't say, <laughs> hey, listen, beat that out, man. So he, he used to sell he used to sell candy out of his backpack and make a whole bunch of money, right? So. They would they would catch him when they can't catch him. They'll take all his candy and he got tax money. However, <laughs> however, the school has a snack machine and they sell snacks in the snack machine. So it's not, that, it's not that they don't want candy in the streets <laughs> or in the classrooms. It's the fact that they don't want him making money on sounds like the government monopoly. Sounds, monopoly. sounds like yeah. sounds like the government. Absolutely. So that's what it sounds like to me. A bunch of BS. That's what I call it. Okay. I don't I don't know if this one's true or not, but this one is the NFL. Okay. So uh okay, so is the NFL canceled? Yeah, I wonder did you know that Roger Goodell, he um he I guess approved protesting. Let me tell y'all something. How you I can't remember what canceled. I canceled the NFL when uh when they started pushing Kaepernick out. That season that they kicked him out, I, I was done with the NFL. I stopped watching. Um the only reason why I still hang in there is for Dak Prescott, but he got some things he doing now. He about to get canceled. So I I just don't know what's going on in the league anymore. Okay, but well here's here, here but here's my thing though. Um the only reason why the NFL put out that that the message of support was because uh Patrick Mahomes, who is the MVP, if if the Super Bowl MVP, if if, if Patrick Mahomes had a never stood up 
and said what he said in that video collectively with all the other players in the league. What did he say? Man, audience. So pretty much they 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 forced the NFL to support. You know what I'm saying? And I think that it was because I really feel like Patrick Mahomes was prepared to sit out if he had to. And I feel like those other players were too. They were willing to say, like, hey, you know what? If y'all not going to, you know what I'm saying, support the culture, then we're not going to support the system. Well, I so it was Mahomes in particular, just because he was the MVP for last year? Patrick Mahomes. Yes. And, and also, I read, I, I actually read an article that said that the only reason why Roger, Roger Goodell uh, responded so quickly was because he saw Patrick Mahomes in the video. Because he's half white? No, because he was the he was the Super Bowl he's the Super Bowl winner and MVP. Vince, when does that matter so much though? Because he is the he is the face of the NFL. He huh. brings the money in. I guess. Yeah. He's oh. the face. That's just like that's yeah. just like that's the reason look, let me tell you something. And I think that's part of the reason why Colin Kaepernick didn't get that much support. Because Colin Kaepernick was at that time, he was not an A-list player. You know what I'm saying? When you have Tony, when you have Tony, not Tony Romo, but when you have Tom Brady and Drew Brees, who are the big guys, and they're saying, "Well, we're not going to kneel." The rest of the league, you know, the super, the, uh, the big guy, like, "Well, let's get that guy out of here." You know what I'm saying? But now, with 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 you having these top players like Ezekiel Elliott, he was in the video. You know, when you have these top players that are in the league for another minimum seven years. And they're and they're and they're not even in their prime yet, and they're speaking out against this. Oh, you're scared. You're looking at billions of dollars going away. So now you're like, you know what? Yeah, we better support this, or we gonna we gonna lose this thing. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way that change would ever come. It has to be yep. the leaders. It has yep. to be star players because I know, I know. listen, uh-huh. those owners can say whatever they want to say. They they use all kind of tactics tactics to try to keep the players in line. But here's the truth: the players are the ones that own the NFL because That's right. ones out there playing and they bring in the money. And tell you what, if they follow in suit and get in line with all the other players in the league, the owners yep. would have no choice but to adopt ad- adapt. Yep. They would they would have to adapt. They would yep. have to suit, man. Because the owners wouldn't have nothing to own, like exactly. Like, oh, you know, if I I, if I own property, I own that property. If I own so-called, it's crazy people with talent, Mm -hmm. and those people aren't on my side no more. What do I got? Because being an owner or being a leader or a boss, all comes with being able to influence and persuade people and lead people. If you don't have people to do it, and they're not listening to you. You're not a boss no more. Listen, so um, somebody was telling me about some issues they were having at their job. And they were saying, you know, how they could never get their boss and their supervisors to understand what they were saying. You know what I'm saying? And I always I always tell people, I said, until you affect somebody's pockets, nobody yep. will ever care about anything that you got to say. That's if right. Just- if they're just the type of people where you can talk and send emails and have meetings all day long, they're going to do what they do because it's not affecting them. You have to hit people where they're being affected. A lot of the reason why we haven't had change in a lot of different ways is because we haven't affected people's money. That's one reason why people riot. That's another reason why people loot. When you start affecting people, I'm not 
advocating for it and saying that it's right. But I will say that it invokes some type of change. <laughs> yep. When you when you get into people's, if somebody get in your pocket right now, I bet you're going to rethink a lot of things like, hey, man, what, what do I need to do to get these people out of my pocket? And, and check this out. Speaking, speaking on that, just to knock it off the topic, look, just a tad bit. Oh. So we were talking about last week, the other week about looting and stuff and how it's like, you know, yeah, and, and some people brought some people brought up the fact that, you know, yeah, those companies have insurance, right? Oh, they have insurance. The insurance going to pay it. That's true. Yes, the insurance going to pay it. But what happens to insurance when they actually have to start paying stuff, especially a lot of stuff at one time? Mm-hmm. What, the, what, what do those rates do? Those rates go up, and who gets the back end of that? The business. So they're going to get hit in the pockets. May not be immediately, but long term, those, they're going to get hit in the pocket. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So, you know, to answer Jim's question, NFL canceled. Yeah. The NBA, man, the NBA is different, man. The NBA is different. And I, I haven't finished huh? my NFL part. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh. Sorry. Because there's a twist, and I wanted to see what you guys thought about this twist. Okay. Roger Goodell, in a memo, announced on Friday, which is today, that the NFL will be closing their league offices or making it a league holiday on June 19th for Juneteenth. Man, listen. Cancel. They're just doing that stuff. They're just doing that stuff to appease the black players. That's all they're doing. Like, you can't, you cannot, you cannot. Um, Let's give us a holiday every time, like like a holiday. Like, oh, music, for the black people. But for, but first off, like man, you can't just you just can't man. Let me tell you something. You can't. Here's what I would like to see the NFL do. The NFL needs to uh, guarantee Colin Kaepernick uh, um, a star position. We just made an argument. Hold on. Hold on. He getting older. Yeah. Here's my thing. Hold on. They need to guarantee him a star position, and they need to back pay him for all the years that he won in the league. Then, hold on. Then, then, then we can talk about uh, we can talk about mending bridges because at the end at the end of the day, this man sounded the alarm four five years ago about what was going on in this country. And instead of them listening to him and actually sitting down and having a conversation, they blackballed him out the league. And then instead of listening to the issue that he was talking about, they made it about the flag. True. But listen, legally, because of the legalities, they're not going to be able to back pay him. That's not going to happen. Didn't they pay him in a settlement? settlement. And then the other thing is the NFL, they can't guarantee him anything because the the Roger Goodell and all and all that crew, they can't do anything with those owners. They are on their own terms. So it's Man. nothing NFL can do. It's on the owners to give him a, a to guarantee him a position. But that's not gonna happen. And like to uh Mike's point, he's getting old now. Like I hate to say it, I hate to be like that, but it's just true. Like he may get in the league, but a starting position is reaching for it. I'm gonna be honest. I really don't want to see Colin Kaepernick go back to the NFL. I think that he's found. I think he's found his calling in life, and I think that that's where he needs to be. And that's being an activist. Um, man, like 
the dude was amazing off the field. Yeah, he is. You know, he set the, he set the bar. He set the bar on who you should be. You should not just be an athlete. You 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 you're given a platform and you should use it. And he's using it. Yeah, more than an athlete. Yeah. And you know, I'm not a big LeBron fan, but man, I can't knock the man off the field. I can't knock him. You know, me personally, um, LeBron James is doing every single thing that I would do if I had LeBron James money. Like, I would not care about the sport anymore. I would be more concerned with what's going on in the world, and he's doing it. Yeah. Go ahead, Jenna. Oh, no, I was actually just going to segue. So now that we brought up Juneteenth as an official NFL holiday, I was wondering if if you guys agreed with Trump celebrating Juneteenth in Tulsa to head off his yeah, campaign. Bruh, that's like oh, spinning in oh. black people's face. Where's the button? That's an insult. There it is. You canceled. You canceled. President Trump. <laughs> President Trump does not respect black people. He doesn't respect anything they stand for. And he's made that very clear. And all he's going to do is use black people that allow him to use them to get what he wants. And it's sad to say there are a lot of intelligent black people that are really ignorant to what it is that Trump's doing. And they fall prey to him every single time. And uh, it, it breaks my heart when I see it, man. I'm just like, man, you got all these degrees. You're highly intelligent. But Pookie on the corner has more sense when it comes to Trump than you do. Like, yeah. what's the problem? Common sense. A lot of a lot of people are so gullible, man. You know, I I've had conversations with people who are just they they can't fathom that the government is not for them. Like Bruh. they they honestly think like, oh man, you know, they wouldn't do that. It's illegal. I'm like, dude, like in in that video where he talked about how the CIA poured money into into the black community to fund fund a war. Right, Bruh, that's information you can look up. They funnel drugs into the black community yeah. to fund a war, the crack epidemic. Mm-hmm. That happened because of the CIA. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the FBI. Let's not even get started with them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then as history continue, you know, they they steadily made policies and, and and things to where they can put black people in jail. And then not fix the issue at hand. For instance, you know, we're still in the opioid crisis now and how they're making sure these individuals don't go to jail but get seek rehabilitation and stuff like that and get the needs that they need, get what they need to get out of their situation, whereas they never do that for black people. So it's like for years and years, we've seen through history that the government has been caught with their pants down. And you still believe they ain't up to no good? Yeah, you ain't trying to listen, man. Some people just want to believe what they want to believe. Let's talk about this uh, rally. <laughs> yes. What? The what? About this rally. It's this rally. Okay. Uh, what about it? I mean, just, I guess, thoughts, man. You know, Juneteenth. To me, I feel like it was intentional. Like, you know, it, it's like. Isn't the KKK coming to the rally? Probably. They, they live there. <laughs> I want to say I want to say that, that that KKK is supposed to be turning out. Man. 99, 99 years ago, that was a massacre. Yeah, right there. 
and that's where he's that's yeah. where he's going. Like a massacre on like a race massacre. And yeah. that's yeah. where he's going. And yeah. it's just I mean it's absolutely insane. I mean, do he think we first are, all, like who goes to, who goes to Tulsa for a campaign? That's my point. I'm like, not knocking Tulsa, like, but you got Dallas like three, two and a half, three three hours away. Like, why are you going to Tulsa? How are you going every, to everything he does is strategic and intentional. No matter how you take that, it's strategic yeah. and intentional. He knows exactly what he's doing and he doesn't care. Yes. No. He don't. And a she. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, man. I'm just gonna go ahead and let y'all know. Trump's gonna win this election. Um because they're gonna lock all the black voters up. <laughs> Cause he's gonna do he's gonna do all these little things that's gonna make black people mad and black people are gonna protest. They're gonna get locked up, beat upside the head. Like <laughs> man, yeah, I'm yeah, you know, it's a it's a joke, but man, like I really do feel like he's gonna win. You know? Man, and, and if Joe Biden wins, you know, Joe Biden's going to trip and fall down the stairs during the inauguration. Man, I just don't know what to say about old Joe either. I don't know. Man, you, you know, I heard Charlemagne the guy say that they, uh, they need to just uh, throw Joe back in the basement and lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Take him back in the basement and lock the door, man. Man. Yeah. What you doing? Getting your computer charger? But, um... I, do we have any more topics? Yeah, hey, I was just about to say, I don't think we have any more, unless anybody else have anything they want to bring up. Bring up. So, I got, I got this man. Uh, I know we've been talking about a lot of political stuff and, and so forth throughout the whole podcast today, and I uh, just want to lighten the mood up. So, uh, have y'all seen the announcement that you know Storm is possibly going to be played by Beyonce? Have y'all seen it? I've been, I've seen it, but I thought that some people debunked it and that she was just working on the project as a music producer and making yeah. a soundtrack to it. So like I, I heard about it and people are upset. Some people are Man. upset. They said yeah. she butchered Lion King. Do not put her back on another Disney film. <laughs> yeah. On everything, a lot of people are upset. You know, I'm gonna be honest. Like when I heard it, like I really like. My stomach turned. I was mad. Like, bro, JT, because, I mean, uh, I said JT, but Bradell texted me. <laughs> he texted me hot. He said, bro, do you know Storm going to be playing by me? I said, I said, really? Man, but, you know, the thing, the thing that, the thing that I was upset about the fact that, you know, she played in Lion King. And I just feel like Beyonce's not a good actor. I'm just going to say that. She's not a great actor. And because it's Beyonce, they kind of cater to her. Because of the crowd that she brings in. That's appropriate. She can't cater to you. I was like, okay. That's not what I said. No, he drilled it. He was singing it. Oh, so she, when she did Lion King, like they gave her extra, like they gave her character Nyla extra words and so forth. That mm-hmm. Nala didn't have in the original Lion King movie, like, you, like no, like Nala was not like a main character. We we saw Nala when she was little, and then uh, you need to get a light. You need to get a a, a, a kid's lifestyle, Mike. If you haven't seen Lion King, you, like, <laughs> here's a geo fact: Mike does not have a childhood. You have a daughter now. Let her watch Lion King. I was the, the cartoon version. 
And do I not let her watch the real version. I was texting y'all in private. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, I'm snitching. What person? What person was born in 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 the 80s and 90s and early 2000s that haven't seen Lion King? Like Me? who? That Me? is a problem, Mike. I would argue there are kids from 2010. Who have seen Lion King? My, and my niece, yeah, my niece. They is only like, ten, they're only ten years old. They got time. But Mike right. is Mike is over the age of twenty. He should have seen the Lion King. But Will my life change after I after I see it? Yes. If yes. I if, if if I told you that I haven't seen like if I wouldn't have said anything, which I would have known that like I ain't seen I, it, and I, 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 I was. I we always knew something was off, man. And we <laughs> yeah. found out that it was that. Because you have not seen the true Mufasa. Yeah. That's what it is. You haven't had your heart broken and mm-hmm. then built so, by the Lion King. You, you're not you, you're not a whole person. You know what? I'm going Joe Biden. You, uh-uh. you ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended. He knows the way. I will. <laughs> I will watch it tomorrow. What is it, Lion King one? Or how many is it, like two? Lord Just Jesus. watch one. Lion King. Just watch okay. One. Okay. Yes. I'll watch. I'll find it and I'll watch it tomorrow. Yes, watch it. And then hit me up and let me know what you think. Or maybe right. tonight. Yeah, watch it tonight. That'll be perfect. So, um, so uh, my thing is, if Beyonce does, let's say she does Black Panther and they give her the role of Storm. Uh, first off, like I said, she can't act. But then what they're going to do is they're going to give her all this extra dialogue and they're going to try to cater around Beyonce just because they know that Beyonce brings in probably like one million plus uh, of a following that probably has never seen a Marvel movie before. So it, I just think that it kills the creativity of the movie. And then, and then I want new characters. Like I don't want to see her as Storm because like she already has a personality. She already already has a persona. I want to see like for example, uh, what's his name? Chadwick. Chadwick Boseman. Like like Chadwick. I didn't really know. I mean, he was an upcoming star. He had played a lot of different movies. Of course, he got to be pretty good to to even get the role. But he wasn't a Denzel Washington. I mean, I will say though, Lapita Nyong'o. Everyone knows Lupita. She had already won an Oscar by the time she done Black Panther. She did fine. Miss um, um, Angela Bassett. I yeah, got to put the respect on her name but, when but, I say it. But she played, she, but the she point has is played they are roles and she always, actors. Yes. They, they she played her persona. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Angela Bassett and, and Forrest Whitaker are like A-list celebrities. Yeah. But they are so good at acting that they they were able to tone down their skill set to allow for the ones who actually supposed to get the spotlight to receive it. They know like, how to play their role. They you think about Black Panther, you actually forget that Angela Bassett played in the movie. Exactly, because she played her role. She played the supporting role. Exactly, and Beyonce's not going to be able to do that. Supporting role. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you on that. I feel like Casting. I can hear Beyonce now. T'Challa, we need you. Come oh. help us fight. T'Challa. Yeah. Stop. 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 Stop.
stop it. You know but you're the Black Panther. It's like, get out of here. Get out of so, here. First of all, let's pause because that was, like the best, that was the best Beyonce impersonation I've heard so far. I want to say, say that first. I, ne- I cannot hit that. But you hit that. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was really good. So I'm going to start by saying that. I think that was great. And I totally agree. I feel like Beyonce, even when she like tries to, to do the Savage remix and it, it they played it so much on the radio, wore me. I feel like Beyonce started as this beauty queen role. She played yeah. and she's been trying so hard to break that mold, but she's really a bot. Like there's a certain box for certain people. And then for her, she, as amazing as she is and as talented as she is in, in music and everything, I'm going to have to say no to the acting. No. I just can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it. But I was going to say that I feel like Halle Berry still got it. And if they need to, they got CGI. Just, But she still got it. She's 50-some years old. She still got it. Go on, yep. recast her a storm. She ain't really, you know, had a lot of projects lately. True. I think she still got it. Go on, call Halle up. True. So, well, so, I mean, well, so, I mean, I'm trying to think. How, how, how young was the girl who... Um, uh, who played Storm in the X Men? Yeah, and but, the new- I mean, yeah, how I young mean, is she? I mean, that's not gonna be canon, so I doubt they'll bring her oh. back. I but I definitely want to see a new face. Yeah, I want somebody new. Yeah, um, and, and I love Holly Berry as Storm, but I do want to see somebody else take. That I don't. Position. I don't want Holly Berry back. Like, nah. They, I don't. I don't want perfect. I don't want Holly Berry back. Like, let her go. You know, do her own thing. I just, I really want them to bring in a new face, somebody that we don't know, somebody that can grow and we can actually, you know, grow to like and really love. That's yeah. what I want to see. Part of um, the, uh, because ain't nobody, ain't nobody got time for a year from now, uh, Beyonce talking about she got scheduling conflicts, so they got to push the movie back. No, <laughs> man, ain't nobody got time for that. Hey, so it, ma- it made me think about something real quick uh, when I talked about Storm. So, do you, you know, has everybody seen The Boys on uh, uh, Amazon Prime? Or Prime yeah. Video, whatever. All right, yep. so you know the you know the, the cop that has the vendetta against uh, the Supers, the Supers? Yeah. I feel like he would do a good Wolverine. Just his look from right there. No, I can see him as Sabretooth. Okay, I feel you on that. Yeah, I can well, see him as well, Sabretooth. Here's who I want to play Wolverine. Here's who I think should play Wolverine. And uh, man, JT, man, we need to start our own podcast. But here's what I think should do Wolverine. I think that Clint Eastwood's son, uh, Scott Eastwood, he should play Wolverine. Interesting. Yes, I think he would be a great Wolverine. I'm gonna have to look him up. I don't think I ever just really seen him or knew that I saw him. Yeah, look him up. I think he'll be perfect. Yep. So here's my th- here's so I, I um I posted on on IG. And I asked, you know, my followers, like, hey, what do, who do y'all think? Uh, what do y'all think about? Um, I I posted a picture, like, Beyonce uh, and, like, the Storm get up or whatever. And I asked them, like, should Beyonce play the role of Storm in Black Panther 2? All right. So uh, 80% of people that voted said no. And 20% said yes. I'm going to have to see the population, but I agree. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Go ahead and add yep. myself to that population. Did I miss it? No. Eighty-two percent. You gotta update it. I just updated it. <laughs> <Gotta> update it. <laughs> I've, I've, I've made my vote. I see it. I saw I, I add it. 
It didn't change anything. It's still 80-20. 80-20. There we go. 18-20. Yes. 82% no. Yeah. So, You're but yeah. So um, I think that's going to pretty much close us out for the night. What, what about y'all? Do y'all have anything else y'all want to talk about? I think I'm all talked out. I'm woke now. I'm good. I just downloaded Lion King, so I see. I see that song coming up in the background, man. Uh-huh. See, you got you got you got you got to start it over after the call. You got to start it over. You got to get the feel of it. I get that music going. That's the best going. Right. I started off. Hey, you will appreciate yeah. music. You will appreciate it from the beginning. Yeah. Don't yeah. Get- yeah, man. Especially when that um that giraffe come walking through that bad boy. Hey, 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 hey. Let's not do any spoilers, all right? <laughs> Bro, let me think something. If you if if no one has spoiled Lion King for you, I feel like type of references, like, man. But like I Lion can't remember King. them. Lion, Mike, what year were you born? 92. Okay. I was going to say Lion King is older than you, but like when you was like two, you was two when it came out. Yeah. yeah. You know, going on three, you know. But anyway, uh, watch the movie, man. Let us know what you think about it. Uh, anybody else got anything else uh, before we close it out tonight? Anybody got anything? I feel like we're on a meeting. All right, y'all. So that's going to be it for us tonight on this uh, podcast. I know we talked about a lot of stuff. Um, it was very interesting, uh, especially the last part, talking about, you know, Storm and Beyonce and so forth. But, hey, sometimes we say we say some things on here that make sense. Sometimes, you know, some things we say is kind of crazy. We just give our own opinion. And uh, if you guys have any topics or anything that you want us to talk about, feel free. Um, write us on Instagram. Uh, Jenna, give my Instagram. Uh, at change underscore geo. Yeah, and also we're on Facebook as well. You just look us up, change geo, and uh, visit our website, changegeo.org. Uh, man, give us some more topics, give us some things we can talk about on here. Uh, other than that, man, we're gonna just keep on giving y'all the unfiltered version of geo talk, and we will talk to y'all next time. Later. Bye.